0: This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is your home for the info you need to make yourself a smarter, better. NBA, college basketball, and the NHL, they got you covered. Just go to BetQL.com, promo code SGP30. That's BetQL.com, promo code SGP30 for 30% off. And we're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for the avid sports better, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure you subscribe to our page so you don't miss a pick. com slash BTV. That's com slash BTV. And we're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is the stock exchange for sports bets. It allows you to buy and sell betting positions like the stock market. The best part is it allows you to bet with no VIG. That's right, no VIG. And it's legal in 40 states. So sign up at BetterEdge.com, promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's B-E-T-T-O-R-Edge.com, promo code SGP. All right, welcome back, D uh, we're here uh previewing the uh WGC Workday Championship at concession. Very long name. It's Boston Capper, uh along with the God of God himself. Steve
1: Shermer, what's up, Steve? Um I'm okay. <laughs> uh I, I'm certainly not feeling the burn. Yeah, that uh that
0: sucked, man. Like it, especially when he, what was it? Nine, when it looked like his ball was going to go out of bounds and
1: a kick, right? Was that twelve? it was, uh, it was 12. And uh, 12. I mean, for, for, to, to recap, uh, I, uh, I had 125 to one on uh, <laughs> and he was up by three after nine and then it just, he did exactly what I feared ever since Friday. I was surprised he held it up together that long. Yeah. Uh, uh, it just, he had a nasty three, two way miss. He missed it way left on 10 missed way left on 11 or way right on 11. And then almost hit it out of bounds on 12. Uh, it, it was not good. And I knew right after that, after he sat, uh, cross-legged next to his bag, like George <laughs> on the range, trying to figure things out. I knew that trapper, so. yeah, you, but, yeah, but you, I could throw it the trap. So I need to call you out by the way. You <laughs> You mush Sam Burns multiple I, times over the course of the weekend. It wasn't just that text message you sent me. You did Slack channel did a couple times. You, you, well, you are Judas, my friend. Listen, first Judas. of all, first of
0: all, I definitely wasn't trying to mush it for you, right? So, like, I, I absolutely wasn't. I forgot that you had him. Like when I asked that in the Slack, I was like, "Wait, you're on Burns?" <laughs> like that was a legit. Oh, you're on Burns, and then. Yeah, I mean, I might have been fucking with you a little bit, but fuck, you knew the wheels were gonna come off at some point. It's certainly not me. It's burns.
1: <laughs> that's that's just the degenerate trying to latch out and trying to blame you instead of. Uh, that's fine. That's
0: like, no, I'll, I'll, I mean, listen, I'll accept
1: it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, congratulations, to Max Homa. Uh, humble apologies to everybody. I was not in on Max Homa at all. I thought it was gonna come to an end, and you know what? The dude capped off his California swing. I mean, he tore through that you know that stretch last year. And he did the same thing this year and he won. I mean, good for him. I mean, he's likable and you know, he's a real good down to earth guy. Like if if you know his backstory, you know, he's got some mental health issues. They battle with, you know, like trying to keep his car and everything. Uh, but he just seems like a genuinely nice guy. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he's been hitting the ball. Great. Uh, he's getting about 1.2 strokes with the ball checker over the last four tournaments. And uh, you know, now we get him off Bermuda, but I mean, good for him. I mean, he's up to 36 in the world. He got himself in this year, this week's field. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, he seems, like good,
0: he seems like a good kid, man. He was, uh, he was all choked up, and uh, I like how uh, he was like, it's the "City of Champions," fucking Dodgers, Lakers, and me. Now I was like, "Yeah, man, fuck yeah."
1: Well, I mean, he was certainly choked up in the 18th green when he missed that three footer. Oh my
0: god, dude! Uh, I, when I texted you. I don't remember what I texted you. It was probably just like, "Fucking wow!" Like I couldn't believe it. Like. Holy shit. Like, listen, I do the same exact, I, I, am, I wouldn't even come that close with a, with a pressure putt like that. Uh, but for a guy who breaks balls on the internet, like uh destroying people's swings, like he's like, he recovered <laughs> and took down the tournament.
1: I mean, I mean, he missed that. And then he put his ball right by the tree. <laughs> on oh. 10. I'm like, 10. I thought he was cooked. I, I almost, I went to my book. I'm like, how much can I just lay on Tony right now? And then they just took, they took it off the board because it just yeah. looked like Tony's going to be up and down, but Tony couldn't get up and down. And then he had a terrible iron shot in fourteen in he the did. bunker. Uh, I mean, honestly, it's kind of unfair to Tony that it went to a playoff because if Max just closed out on eighteen, we're not even talking about another choke job by Tony. He was great on know. Sunday.
0: Oh, he did. Well, yeah, he was great. He was putting lights out too until the fucking playoffs.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, and then I mean, it, I, he probably he should have got up and down for birdie on uh, ten. Mm-hmm. I mean, he definitely should. Yeah, he pushed a ten feet by, and then he did to hit the putt, and then just. He went for the pin on 14, and it just he put it in the bunker, and then he hit a kind of a crappy bunker shot. It was
0: a, cra- it was a crappy bunker shot. He left yeah. himself a shitty fucking third shot. No, a
1: 10 footer. And then I mean, Max hit a great shot into 14. Uh, he just two putted for par, and that was it. But uh, no, I mean, it's just that's another another one that got away from Tony.
0: Yeah, I, so I'm not. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, I feel like what are you going to do? He showed up on Sunday, shot at 64. Most of the most of the time, the narrative was. That he just didn't play really well on Sundays, right? He go out and shoot like a sixty-eight or a sixty-nine, and he and he didn't go out and play his balls off, and he played his balls off on Sunday. He just, I mean, dude, man, dude, just snake bit. I mean, listen, there's worse things in the world, right? Um, but yeah, yeah, I feel like you, I feel like if we're outwriting them from now on, like I feel like you have to. Top five and top ten, I'm along with it.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I mean, I I I got the best of both worlds when I live bet Max Home at like plus one twenty five, and then I had the top ten on Tony, and I'm like, oh well, you know, both cash. Unfortunately, uh, I needed Tony to win it in order to take down the uh, SGP uh, DraftKings uh, contest, and uh, because he (laughs) finished second, I lost by two points. Amen. It happens. It happens.
0: It's the uh, it's uh yeah, it was a fun, it was just a bad week all around, man. Like it was a bad week. All my first round leaders got double bet by accident and they wouldn't, um, and they wouldn't cancel the other bets And so fucking there was 10 what? bets out, out. Yeah. So I, dude, I called them back up and I was like, yo, I was like, I, I hit refresh. Uh, I looked at open bats. It wasn't there. I, my balance was the same. I did it twice. So I was like, fuck it. I guess I gotta put them in again, put them in again. And then boom, and then 20 cleared. And I was like, oh, what. Well, it was like at 22, I think I had like 11 first round losing something stupid. And uh, <laughs> so I called him, I was like, yeah, these are the same exact bats. And they wouldn't cancel them, I was fucking losing my mind. I think I, I was like, you're fucking kidding me. And I was already done with this place, we know who it is anyway. So whatever, whatever futures I have left out there is 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 the only thing I'm laying on that. I'm trying to find a local. And apparently I'm gonna have to fucking figure out how to use Bitcoin to buy, get on a fucking goddamn bookie site now, because it, it, it's impossible. I called my, my credit union, like, hey, I'm trying to make an international purchase. You know, wave this shit. Like let it through. I like, wouldn't happen. Like I was I was beyond frustrated this weekend, bro. Just beyond I, frustrated.
1: I mean, you can't you don't even use Excel, so I can't imagine you trying to use Bitcoin.
0: <laughs> Listen, yeah. I use Excel. I definitely use Excel. I just I prefer paper and pen with stuff like this. You That's do.
1: Fun. You prefer uh John Nash's beautiful mind. Uh, you know, <laughs> exactly sure there, so. exactly. all right, I mean I, I, a couple other things. Um you know, another apology uh, coming from me, you know, I apologize for maximum earlier, uh, apologies for to Victor Hovland. Uh, he was my big short and honestly, first round that went exactly how I thought I was going to go for him. He just could not get anything going. He probably should have been plus two on the day, but he hit some, a couple big putts in order to, you know, scrape it even, but Hovland was great after that. Um, you know, he had a good weekend. He hit the ball really well. Didn't scramble all that great, but at least gives me confidence in him that at a tough, place with tricky greens and really tough areas around the green, like Riviera. He can kind of hold it together. So I think that confirms at least in my mind going forward that um, the improvements he's made with his scrambling is actually legit. And that's something to keep in mind this week because we're going to go to uh, you know a a place that uh, you know is very demanding around the green. But we'll get to that. Um, And then, uh, do you have any comments about the wind delay? I mean, you you were kind of mia all weekend, so I didn't get. uh,
0: Yeah, so so Saturday was my daughter's uh, birthday, so I only watched up until uh, like two o'clock, and then I took her uh, to an escape room, and we did that, and I came back, and the weather was already over, and Tommy came over and was shitting me that fucking Kiki Bradley butt. So you gotta be shitting me!
1: Oh, uh, that was yeah. awesome. <laughs> oh, that was, I was great. Like, I felt so bad for him. Yeah, if, if Keegan wasn't a, such a shitty putter, there wouldn't have been a delay because <laughs> that—that—that yeah. that was his fault. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, it, We're I, not blaming the wind on that. Yeah,
0: you know, that—that was just straight Keeks, man. Like Keegan be fucking being Keegan. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that was it. So Saturday I had the birthday, so it could be really dick around on my phone, and then I let my wife go overnight uh, the night before because she had a big spa day on Sunday. So I was wrangling the kids while watching golf, and yeah, I watched. That was just not uh, yes. was, he, was guys, yelling at children. He,
1: yeah, Boston Capper was, is breathing. Don't worry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, we weren't fighting. It wasn't like, you know, anything like that. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I saw you say something like, I have proof of life. It's fine.
1: <laughs> no, as, as far as the wind delay, I mean, I was pissed because I was looking forward to what was happening. I mean, I, I put yeah, the weapon- That was
0: bad, bro.
1: Like, it was just. Uh, well. Uh, the weather conditions weren't bad. It was the golf course setup that they messed up. Yeah, I mean, have seen I, I've seen them play in 40 mile per hour winds before. Yeah, but because no, yeah. the greens weren't, you know, double cut and rolled and just, you know, like you know, <laughs> put on a billiard table, it was fine. But yeah, once I saw a video that balls were moving on the green, yeah. you know, I mean that's it's too bad, but I mean it still was a fun day. It was a spicy day, like it was still firm and fast. It still gave us everything why it just kind of, you know. Ruined a little bit of the afternoon plan. So, yeah, it is what it is. But uh, I
0: was ha- I was happy that because it was a West Coast tournament, we woke up Sunday morning and we were able to watch the end of the third round. I was perfectly yeah, fine. Sure. That. Was yeah, like, this is a nice little benefit. Laying on the couch, a little hung up with the kids. Like, all
1: right, yeah, nice. All right, works. Uh, so it's it's your time to shine. Uh are you going to declare anybody dead this week? To, uh, I,
0: to, uh, I don't. I don't think so. I really personally. don't.
1: Well, maybe when we do the DFS report card, maybe that'll spark, you know, jog your memory on some guys. Yeah, because I was trying to think of somebody who just, like,
0: I think I was just so off with everything as far as, like, outright bets go and, like, even the DFS shit. Like, I couldn't pinpoint my anger towards one person. If anything, just thought I was mad at myself.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, honestly, I mean, look at that. I... I did pretty well this term. I mean, I did hit any of the hours, but most of my props cash, like I did pretty well on matchups. But most of my DFS stuff was pretty good. Like I don't, th- I think we were on different sides of the table on a couple of things. And unfortunately yeah.
0: yeah so like the Rory bets killed me, uh, Brooks killed me, Brooks over Fiona. Ortiz killed me. Uh, yeah. I just had like, I-, I think I hit like one of my matchups and then because I had the family obligations on Saturday and then Sunday, like I wasn't really like firing off live bets. Like I normally do because typically that's how I try to cover myself for the weekend. Right, like, all right, I got to make all my money back from all those fucking missed outrights. You know, I mean? you know what I mean. So,
1: well, I mean, why don't we run through uh, the field? We'll go through the DFS report card again. This is, uh, yeah, you know, ownership percentages from the Dollar GBP and DraftKings. You know, that's generally where the public kind of goes for their contests. You know, we'll talk about guys who hit. You know, didn't you know do so well. You know, any lessons learned? So, over ten thousand uh, dollars. Two most popular guys were DJ and Rom that uh, paid out everybody, but this was a disaster. Uh, you had Bryson yeah. at fifteen percent. Uh, he did the best of the other two cl- of the Three Stooges in this range. Uh, JT at eleven point six percent and Rory at ten point seven percent They all missed the cut. So I want to play a little game with you, though, because these are three big guys right, cool. that surprisingly missed the cut. How concerned are you? So Roy McElroy, are you concerned?
0: Not really. Only because. This was the first time I've been back on him in a little while, anyway. And I don't know, man. I, I feel like you just can't panic on him. He hasn't won in like two years. That's fucking weird, right? Like, it's got to be common.
1: No, I, I mean, the ball striking. I mean, he didn't have a good ball striking week. He was What's with really his wedges. I mean, those haven't been good in a year, man. That's why I know, hasn't... man, but they seem real bad, that and the putting. Yeah, the putting was really bad. I think he lost two strokes per round uh, at uh, Riviera. Um, I'm concerned from the standpoint that the putter and the scrambling is now a consistent problem. The, the ball striking, you know, off the tee and from the fairway has been okay. He cannot get up and down very well, and the putter is a problem. Yeah, so the, putter, the putter's is a big problem. The putter is a big problem for. Them. A yeah, and like guys. like you think about when Rory is good, it's when the wedges are good and he's putting great, and neither are good right now. So yeah. is that gonna fix the really hard golf course that he's gonna to come to this week? You know, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, all right, Justin Thomas, how worried are you?
0: I, I I wonder if this thing is just mental with how close he was to his grandfather. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it was only what was it, two weeks, two, three weeks ago? Uh,
1: yeah, it happened at the at Phoenix. At Phoenix.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I think I'll chalk last week. Cause I mean, dude, I mean, that had to be his worst performance ever. <laughs> right? I mean, it's gotta be close. If not, if not the worst, it's gotta be top three.
1: Yeah, uh, probably. I mean, probably go back to his rookie year maybe, but yes. It, I mean, he was, he was four, frustrated all last.
0: day on Friday too. I mean, all day on Friday. He was fucking pissed off.
1: And so
0: I don't know, man, like I'll chalk this. If, if it comes out, not looking great again this week, then I'll be worried, but I'm going to chalk it up to just, just he's still dealing with, you know, grief of losing his granddad, man.
1: Well, I mean, I, I didn't like JT coming the week because it just, I don't like him with these really firm, hard golf courses anymore. Yeah. And I, I mean, they just, that's just what Riviera is now. So, I mean, I think he's going to be fine. Um, he hasn't really, he's been kind of streaky with the putter going back for the last year, but I've also seen some good performances out of him lately. That's okay. So, all right. How concerned are you for Bryson DeChambeau?
0: So I was going to ask you about this. So, what do you think about what he did on Friday? Shooting four under, do you think he figured something out? Or do you think he locked box into it? Because we didn't no, see because they pulled. No,
1: it. what what he did on the back nine, he just started. He just went into I don't give a fuck mode and hit okay. bo- hit driver everywhere, and he actually drove the ball pretty well. Okay. but my my problem with Bryson is he d- he doesn't seem like he has a plan B when things go wrong. You know, it seems like everything has to be perfect. And I think that's why he went to the range to figure out, all right, why is the driver off? Why are the irons off? When what he really has to do is he has to realize, hey, not every day I don't have a T to green. So I got to figure out a way to get up and down for par, kind of see myself around the greens, you know, putt well. And it doesn't seem like he wants to focus on it anymore. He seems like he's really just all about TD to green game. So I am wondering because what happened at Wingfoot really shook me up. Yeah, I I, you know, yeah, and I and I and I and I said I, I was on Bryson this week. I was like, well, you know, he's only going to break golf course. and I and I'm starting to doubt that. And maybe I need to recalibrate and look back at the last year since Bryson did the transformation of where Bryson is actually successful and what has given him fits. And the two yeah. most prom, the three most prominent places that have given him fits are Mirrorfield Village, Augusta National, and Riviera places that you just can't really have your way with. Right. So. That probably is something we need to adapt with him going forward and stop assuming that he can just take a golf course down because he just drives at 350 yards.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm with you on that. That's why I wanted to, because I, I, I didn't look at any of the, the data from
1: him on Friday.
0: Like, whatever, I just clicked him off my fucking leaderboard and called it a day. Oh, and, it, it, was, it was awful.
1: Everything yeah. was. It was All right, uh, $9,000 range. Uh, we were talking about last week how this range has been kind of hit or miss. This week, it was mostly pretty good. Um, again though, chalk prevailed. Um, Xander, Cantley, Thina all had about over 20% ownership. You know, Cantley was good until Sunday. That's just golf. It is what it is. He finished 27th in scoring. Xander yeah. was kind of fine all week, but he was 17th. Didn't hurt you. That's fine. Fina was second in scoring. He was great. Yeah. Uh, the only one that didn't make the cut in this range was Hideki. <laughs> um, Nobody was on him anyway. No, he was at 6% ownership. It's it, he, I, I said on the previous show, he doesn't belong in this range and he proved it. He, right. he just he did. lost. Right. Um, you know, speed is pretty good. He, uh exceeded my expectations. Brooks was okay. Um, Scott M Scott was very good. He had a really hot putting day on Friday on Thursday, and Thursday. Was, yeah. He was blah the rest of the week. And then Morikawa, um, the struggles with the putter continue. And I need to again, call you out. That's my bad. If you have information. <laughs> That he's, that a struggling putter <laughs> is changing his putting strength. You need to, it's grip. You need to tell me,
0: well, bro, that, I that, that, I, bro, I forget you're off social media sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, like, I don't know. I don't know. like, I don't know how you get your news. Like, that's how I get my news. Like I just freaking go on Twitter. I, I on literally
1: news. go to directly to golf digest or golf channel or, or my Google news feed will push golf stories to me.
0: All right, I'll that have is some. A, uh, I'll have some. Uh, I'll have some social media notes for you uh, on the betting and, and DFS shows from now on. I'll, we'll call it right. Steve's Steve's uh, social
1: update. All right, th- <laughs> there we go. So uh, he lost, I think, eight strokes putting eight this strokes. week. That eight is now that own. is now 19 strokes lost putting his last two tournaments. That is a problem. But that's not yeah. even his
0: worst. That's not even his worst one. He lost like eight. I read somewhere he lost like 8.2 strokes. Uh, what the
1: fuck was it? I I can't remember where. i it was somewhere plays last year. Yeah. Yeah, last year. Yeah. Yeah, Eight point two. This it wasn't even his worst. Yeah. Now (laughs) I mean like yeah, where I'm getting the 19 from is data golf adjusts for strength strength of field. So technically, it's Saudi. He lost 11 because the field was so bad. Yeah. (laughs) So, but I mean, still, it just it was awful. He I I don't know what's going on. He seemed like he figured it out last year. It's a mess. Uh, we're coming up to a tournament with diabolical quick greens that are full of slope, full of undulation. Uh, he better figure out something quick. So yeah. uh, $8,000 range again, this week killed it and chalk again, again. killed it. Uh, Hoblin was 22% owned. He finished six after st- starting off pretty slow. Uh, Neiman was 15% owned. I mean, he was second going into the weekend. He just had a bad weekend. They did. But really it, is what, it is what it is. I mean, yeah, if you yeah. picked him, you made the right call. Right. It just hits golf at that point. Uh, Homo was the winner. Uh, he was 12% owned. He was the third most popular. Zalat Torres had 11.5% ownership. He was pretty good. Shuffler had 77 He's 18th. So, I mean, all, there's not a whole lot to talk about in this range. I mean, the only no. two that were really bad were Bubba, yep. who he might be just done. I think That's he's time. cooked. I think he's cooked. Yeah. And uh, Matthew Wolf, who he made the yeah, cut he, somehow. He made the cut. He he yeah that he uh, torpedoed that Ortiz over Wolf head to head. wear on, and then was like, oh well, now that they lost that bet, now I'm going to suck. He was awful over the weekend. He's <laughs> yes. not very good.
0: So they were talking. I can't remember. Uh, it was post game on PGA Radio. I don't know who the fuck does it, but anyway. So they were breaking down his drives. Right, maybe it was yesterday morning or this morning, but day is day Today's Tuesday. So it was yesterday, <laughs> no, it's, right? Today's Monday, buddy. Oh Jesus. All right. So the weekend with the kids, look what it does. So yeah, it was this morning when I was listening to the ride uh, on the ride into work it, like his driver, like is
1: just broken now. Like he's not hitting anything. No, that's, that's exactly what I said. I'm like, I don't think he knows where the ball's going off. He doesn't is. No, he doesn't. <laughs> He has no clue. Like, yeah, and that is a problem coming to a golf course now where uh, there's a ton of water. Yeah, that's not great. Sand, he, and sand all over. And sand. The place. place. A lot of places you just don't want to be. So yeah. he better figure out quick. But it's not great right now. I mean, he. I. Yeah. I always kind of think like. I mean, so far in his young career, he's been really boomer bust. Like he'll go stretches where he's just is terrible for four or five tournaments, and then just finish second, fifth, whatever. Yeah. But man, like. This is not—it's not very encouraging. So no. maybe he's got to take a couple of weeks off. I don't know, but I mean, I had high hopes for him after what he did last fall, and it just—it's not great. So, all right, under eight thousand dollars. <laughs> Who was the most popular guy in this range? You think? I think it was fucking Ortiz, wasn't it? It was nineteen yeah. percent, and yeah. I think for the fourth—I think for the fourth week in a row, the <laughs> most popular player just chopped. Yeah. In yeah. fact, three of the top, actually four of the top six, po- most popular players under $8,000 missed the cut. It was Ortiz, Connors True. at 11.5% answer at 11.5. I didn't like answer at all. He got popular. Right. I'm not sure why. Yeah. Um, and Sergio uh, missed the cut. Sergio. He was 8.7% How was well, he? because no, he yeah. had good oh. course history. He's good ball striker. So, yeah. but I mean, there were some uh, good guys that we mentioned in this range that we liked, uh, you know, Matthew Fitzpatrick, I was very high on. He finished fifth in scoring. Yeah, uh, he played real well. Uh, Sam Burns, uh, he was third. He was great. Uh, Lanto Griffin was 22nd scoring. Matt Jones and Molinari were pretty good. They weren't very highly owned, but they did pretty Molle. well. Molly had himself a Sunday. He did. He almost, uh, lost that, uh, Rom top. Yeah, joking.
0: I know. I was sweating the shit out of that. Bet. Yep. And thank so, God I mean, mom had a fucking Sunday too.
1: I know Rom did pretty well. I mean, unfortunately, Hovland ended up birdie in seventeen to, to dead heat that. But you know what? It's so a one bet. That's fine. I'll take it. And then, uh, you know,
0: what I, I told, I texted you. I fucking hammered that shit. I was sweating that fucking bet.
1: Well, there you go. Hey, you know, ended up winning, so <laughs> yep. good to go. Um, Ricky Fowler twelfth in scoring this week. I I had a bone to pick with him. He cost me some money in some internment matchups. And uh, <laughs> on uh, on Saturday, I had Henley over Ricky. And Ricky had two eagles, one where he chipped in, and the other <laughs> he that. hold out from 160 yards. Yeah, and on that hole he hold out from 160 yards. Henley double bogey, so that was a four shot swing in. Yes, a wrap. Yep, Yeah, you can tell. But that he ended up Henley ended up pushing that back because Fowler just choked it away at the end, uh, like he always does. But I mean, listen, he ended up gaining five strokes putting, so the putter got fixed this week. So is he,
0: is he using the is he using the Scotty blade? Or I
1: have mean? no idea. I mean, I will research
0: he, that for Steve's social minute.
1: No, I mean honestly, he'll probably <laughs> be on PG two or live. Well, not this week, but no. in the future, he will be. So yeah, and then uh, the least most popular player in this range under eight thousand dollars was Alex Oren who finished thirteenth in scoring. So
0: he was the one I was initially sweating the uh, the round that over. And yeah, he had, but he, 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 has, he, he has he has shitty yeah. Sunday. Thank God. He
1: fade away. So all right. Uh last range, under seven thousand dollars. Uh, you called it Doug Gim, Chuck Gim. Did not yep. make the cut. He was bad. Yep. Um, you know, him and Redmond, I think, got uh, you know, some steam just because of what happened to the USM. Both of them missed the cut, so yeah. that Redmond. Uh, we talked about this last week. Redmond doesn't look right still. No, Redmond is unusable at this point. Yeah. So uh old man Jim Furyk, That was impressive. Two weeks ago, man. Yeah, he didn't make a lot of birdies, but I mean, listen, he's 64 in the bucks. He finished 50th. at a golf course that probably should not have fit him. No. You know, that was pretty good. Uh Matthew Niesmith at 6%. He continues to play really well. Uh mm. I've been dying to just kind of fade him, but the ball starting is just really good. Maybe he's just a good player. Maybe yeah. that's who he is. So uh Sebastian Munoz is back. Uh he finished 39th in scoring. He was pretty good. Uh Wesley Bryan, your boy. That was a yeah. good call by you. Yeah. Uh, 31st in scoring. Um You know, let's see. You're oh, Patrick Rogers. That was a guy you liked. Yep, he's really good. Um, And then I apologize. Actually, looking at this list, I apologize to you. Uh, You (laughs) asked about CT Pan, and I said no No. hard pass. Hard pass. (laughs) He finished seventh in scoring this week. Yeah, I feel like I don't know. Like
0: I I didn't obviously. I mean, they didn't show him a lot on the coverage. Uh, I think I think he had a really good Sunday. Yeah, he did. And so that's what I was going to say. Like he was middling, middling towards the, towards the back end. And then I think he had a good Sunday. Yeah. What, what, about do Ron, listen- what do you think about Rom's good Sunday? Cause they didn't, they didn't show him a whole lot. Right. Cause he, he was out of contention. So this is a thing I think about, right? So he was out of contention. There's no pressure. And all of a sudden he's, he's playing lights out.
1: He tends it, to do that too. Like he's like a back for a
0: top five. How, like yeah, I mean I remember,
1: co- I remember a couple times last year. Yeah, he finished T5. I remember a couple times last year after the restart where he just was out of it and then would have this, you know, he would go from like 30th to like seventh yeah. on Sunday. And then everybody would get excited about it. the next week. He would do well. But I mean, looking at his stats, I mean the ball striking was great. He scrambled well. He still it's lost strokes him, pu- Still lost strokes putting. So I don't know. I mean, if he gained strokes putting on Sunday, I probably would have been a little more excited because I'm like, all right, you know, maybe now you can figure it out. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's still an issue. So, but uh, right. no, that's it. I mean, any other takeaway? I mean, I think I feel like we we hit a lot of guys who were pretty good. We yeah. kind of, there were a couple of calls I wish I could take back, but you know what? Hey, listen, that's yeah, gone. That's,
0: that's week gone. in week out. Exactly. Yeah. The, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like it, we have to fade the
1: 7K chalk at this point. Have yes. To. That's automatic. Automatic. Yeah. Auto fit. Yeah. And, mean, and that's, that's easy, my, identi- that's easy way, to man. identify. Well, that's easy to identify too. Cause everybody talks about the same ones every week. I know. So just who, I mean, everyone said Ortiz, 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 Ortiz or yep. everyone said Connors, Connors, Connors had a lot of popularity. I didn't understand it. Cause he just, he can't put Yeah. <laughs> no, he's not, he has not picked a short game either. So, no. but uh, no, those are, those are the ones who, when people talk a lot about that, just go wet. Yeah, we'll
0: try to so we'll try to bring these back up when we talk uh, tomorrow, uh, throwing the red flags at certain at certain players and categories. So before uh, we let uh, Steve break down the course here, uh, listen. You want to get an advantage over the sports book when it comes to betting? You need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets. BetQL has shop data for college basketball, NBA. And the NHL. So, if you want an inside edge for who the pros are backing, you need to check out BetQL. Plus, they have a ton of sportsbooks offers in your states. So, head over to the App Store or Google Play Store and download BetQL. Head to BetQL.com and enter promo code SGP30 for 30% off your first subscription. That's promo code SGP30 at BetQL.com. So, I don't know how scratchy my voice sounds uh, over the over the line, but. Uh, the the pollen is uh, is pretty thick down here in Florida right now, so um <laughs> um my allergies are just like insane.
1: Yeah, well you know what's thick up here, all the snow and ice. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yep. I'll take the pollen. The, Thanks, Bart. Okay, there you go. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I mean, before we talk about the golf course, why don't we highlight some you know, interesting players of in field? I mean, obviously, all it's a WGC, all your stuff yeah. here. So, you know, I think everyone in the top ten in the world's here. Uh, I think the only real notable or you know noteworthy guys to talk about are all the guys who played over in the Middle East on the Euro tour that are now back stateside. So Terrell Hatton, he makes his 2021 debut here. He won the uh, Abu Dhabi championship. I mean, he's just so, playing. He's won four times the last 22 starts, you know, he crazy. won eight. Yeah. I, it's just yeah. ever since he came back from injury, man, he's, he's good. I mean, that's your yeah. spirit. So,
0: I'm excited. I already got a bet down on him.
1: Oh, uh, you and everybody else, buddy.
0: I know. Whatever, man. I want to get on it before it's robbed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. So, all right. So Bosn cap, we don't even need to do a show tomorrow. You're just gonna be all head, head head. head. so there you go. No, 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 no. All right.
0: Uh,
1: so Justin Rose is here too. He finished second at the Saudi international. He's been hitting the ball a little better lately. So, you know, we'll see about that. Tommy Fleetwood also played okay in the middle East. I know you hate him. So he sucks. He, he, Chokes it away on Saturday every time. It doesn't matter, and you know it's coming every Saturday.
0: He's in contention. He shits all over himself.
1: Well, this time it was Sunday. He shit all over himself. Oh, was
0: it? Yeah, there you go. Although I think it's still
1: technically Saturday over here. (laughs) That's right.
0: My narrative still still works, Steve.
1: (laughs) Exactly. So, but no, he's in the field. He's been playing. I mean, the problem with Fleetwood was, uh, I mean, the Euro Tour stats he puts up are awesome. It's just when he comes to the United States last year, he was bad. So I don't know if it had something to do with COVID and just. Whatever, but um, that didn't work out for him. So we'll see. Um, and then you know Shane Lowry's here. You know Robert McIntyre, It's a t- talented Scottish guy. I really like him. So you know we'll see. But uh, but uh, you know, the, so this tournament is now at the Concession Golf Club. It got moved from Mexico uh, last year, and uh, so I always every week quiz Boston Cabral what happened last year. So what happened last year? Did last year's WCC Mexico?
0: I know I had money on Bryson. I did too. And because in my brain, I was like, ooh, different altitude. He's a scientist. Like,
1: he'll figure out the exact fucking bleh. And I remember he did not do well. Um, oh, he was lead. He had, he had like a three-shot lead on the back nine, dude. Oh. Yeah, he yeah. Blew, you're yeah. right. He blew, he blew it. That's it. Yeah. Who the fuck? Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed and beating him, I was not happy. I think it was like thirty or thirty-five to one too. I was not happy that Sunday.
0: Yeah, he was definitely in the thirties. Fuck! Yeah. Well,
1: how did I? Why did I? Have that? Well, anyway, well, that's that's my brain's. I mean, me. that was a painful <laughs> memory. But uh, no, I mean, uh, I, I think J. It, so that final round, JT had a big lead and he blew it. Uh, Rom, I think hit a hole in one on Saturday to get him back in the contention. They didn't really do much on Sunday. That sounds right. But yeah, it, it was Bryson with like a two or three shot lead in the back nine, and he just kind of gacked it away. Yeah, but yeah, but uh, now so we're uh so we're going to, to uh, the concession, and uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna break down every hole. If you want to look on Sports dot com, you can see you know, I, you know, all the template holes that are at this golf club, um, you know, Jack Nicholas basically created this place to attract rider cups, to attract major championships. And he kind of created this like all-star lineup of some of his favorite holes and templates that just from around golf. And you know, whether that was on purpose, I mean, it must have been on purpose. Cause I mean, he designed it this way, right. <laughs> right. But like, I mean, you can see like a lot of par threes, you find it like, you know, there's ones that look exactly like the ones at Riviera, or you know, there's this token par three that's like 190 yards, where the greens angle from left to right. You gotta hit a fade in there. because Jack only hits fades. Right. Um, there's literally a photocopy of the third hole at Bay Hill, uh, you know, where you just gotta—it's just a triangle around the lake. Um, there's a lot of holes that are like kind of mirrored, like some of the ones there's other golf course, like. I think the Power five seventeenth 17th is basically a mirror image of the 18th, of PJ national. So I mean, there's all these t- different types of holes around the golf course that you can just find everywhere. I mean, it's kind of cool, but like, you know, I, I think that might be why they never hosted a major just because it's, it's only identity is the fact it's just hard. It's right. brutally hard. And like, like Jack, like, so there's a video I posted and Jack, you know, tried to say like, Oh, well, you know, I was trying to design a golf course around the land. Well, that's fucking bullshit because I mean, nothing is really, I mean like the outskirts, like, you know, the woods and everything that's natural, but I mean, there's so many man-made lakes. He definitely moved a ton of earth in order to create all the undulations and you know, fairways and these greens too. I mean, like, there's yeah. no way these greens were just naturally no. placed with like Bro, this of- bro,
0: there's there's no hills in Florida. I make the joke that like this is one hill, this is one hill on like I've 75 on the way down to Tampa and I'm like all right kids here's the hill in Florida here we go we're going over. No
1: and there's literally no even lies at <laughs> at this place. So so I mean like I I I can't imagine and and Drack tried to say in the video the, this 45 minute commercial for concession golf club <laughs> to that, yeah, like, you know, listen, it's really challenging from the tips. You know, it's 7,400 yards. It's one of the hardest golf courses in America. And if, if you're a scratch golfer and you play from the tips, you're actually getting six shots on the six hardest holes. That's how hard it is. Dude, but, he tried to, but he tried to say, oh, well, this is really playable from the Let's, well, that, there's no fucking way. <laughs> I mean, that, like, if you go look at pictures of the bunkers that are at this place, you're not oh. getting out of They're crazy. No. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty fucking awesome looking man. Like, did you, did you see the bunkers on 10 that I put in the article? Yes, I did, but you can't see the pin. Yeah, It's unbelievable. It's pretty awesome. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting to see though, how the PJ tour sets us up because of what happened last week, the debacle on Saturday, where they just lost control of the golf course. This is a golf course that can definitely get out of control. I mean, if the winds are up, the greens are so firm and they double cut and roll the greens, which we'll talk about later for a gambling angle, but they roll so fast. There are so many contours to the green, the surrounding areas off the green are a fucking nightmare too. And they're so (laughs) small, like, like where you put some of these pins too, like you can really fuck with people if they're off the green and then they got to land on basically like the hood of a Volkswagen in order to get in. <laughs> Otherwise it's going to run like 20, 30 feet past. Like yeah, I, mean, I think awesome. the, I think the players, like if they don't, I, I worry that they're going to soften this golf course up either by, you know, not cutting greens or watering it, maybe slow it down. I mean, they typically try to like to care the players anyways, cause they don't like to be challenged. Like they could be this week. And yeah,
0: so, but would they complain like they normally do since this is Jack's cause or oh, they, yeah. oh, it would. You think so? Even with, even with it being Jack's course, they wouldn't, they wouldn't hold it in any type of reverence.
1: I, I don't, I don't think so. I, I think that they would go and complain gotcha. you know, anonymously, of course, oh, uh, to the okay. PJ store and they would probably take out the water hoses and do it. So, I mean, so, so, you know, when you're looking at this tournament, you know, watch again, watch social media, watch players' <laughs> comments about what they say about the place, you know, yeah. like you look for a little tidbits about, oh, well, you know, like they start complaining a little bit about the setup. You know, they start talking about how the greens are. Maybe maybe they'll keep it that way. But you know, if there's not really a whole lot of backlash from the players, it might mean that it's gonna play a little easier than you know what they say. But uh um, you know, it's just as far as what to look for, because this is a new golf course. So see yeah. the green. I think the two closest comparisons are Murfield village and PJ national. I mean, those are Jack Nicholas golf courses to begin with. So, and both are just off the tee. They're so demanding. And like, mm-hmm. it, you have to be able to keep the ball in play. If you don't, you are going to get punished. And you know, the fairways at the concession are a little wider than Murfield village and PJ national. There's not a whole lot of rough either than those two places, but there's just as much water, the fairway bunkers are so tough. Like they kind of remind me of the bunkers they put in at Torrey Pines where just like, like these weird puzzle pieces and like, <laughs> even if you got a clean lie, like it might be an awkward, you know, stance or angle. Like it's tough to get to the green from there, especially with how they're contoured too. So, um, you know, and also the, if you want a real direct correlation, the sand is imported from Ohio. So <laughs> it's the same sand as Murfield village and same like bunker Ooh. depth and everything. What? So that, that's a nice little, you know, like- well- <laughs>
0: That is insanity. Yeah, what? no, there they was, didn't want to get the sand, sand from they,
1: they imported the sand from Ohio. That, yeah. is, that is some next level fucking shit. Yeah. That's all right. So I mean, so, so like T to green, you know, Mirfield Village, PJ National. There's some Bay Hill and Quail Hollow So just because those are really demanding T to green golf courses, there's Torrey Pines too. I mean, they look nothing alike, but the same principles. So you know, T to green. Focus on guys are pretty good there, and then around the greens though, like we mentioned, like they're so firm, they're so f- they're so fast. You know, it's really hard to get up and down from there. So you know, that reminds me of like places like Augusta National, Riviera, which we just saw, Royal Melbourne. I mean, those places are much better golf courses than this one, but the concepts are still the same. It's just. You know, you don't want to be on the wrong side of the pin or else you might three putt. You can't short side yourself. You got to know. Sometimes it's better to play away from the pin or so you have a better putt. So, you know, it just overall, this is a very stern test. It's going to be a tough test. Um, Good. To the golf cor- yeah. The golf course itself, I mean, it's basically Frankenstein's monster with just <laughs> different parts pulled together from different places and then jammed to this one piece of property. I mean, it is a monster. It's a huge golf course. It's going to be hard. It's going to beat itself, these guys up. And while I probably would never want to play this place, um, I think it's going to be, if they allow it to play how it plays, I think it's going to be pretty entertaining.
0: Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it. I mean, this is the type of goal I like to see golfers think their way around the course. You know what I mean? Like I like to see that. and, and, yeah, I think I'm. Uh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty excited about it. Like, if it's gonna play tough, like I hate the fucking twenty five the tournaments. Like, whatever, they're fun for DraftKings, but like, as far as like a product to watch, it's I, I like I like the hardcore courses better.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, it, it really just depends on how far they want to push it. I mean, and they can push it. I mean. You know, I, I, I was listening to Andy Johnson, the fried egg, uh, this morning at his podcast. And they were talking about just like with the beauty of Riviera and Augusta National, like places like that, and, th- and that there's some restraint that these golf courses have Like like a lot of these places, like they're really hard, but you know, they they do a lot of things there that like a lot of public golf courses too. Jack Nicholas and Tony Jacklin showed no restraint here. They just jammed <laughs> every single hard thing they can put into. Like, like, you know one of the things that Tony Jacqueline I think had a big influence on was how much dirt they moved for the fairways. Just a lot of the, like what we said, there's a lot of undulations there. Like that's, that's part of links golf. Like you're never going to find a flat lie on, a, on that golf course. Yeah. So, and just like the, you know, the, the, there's really sharp edges around the greens. Um, you know, some of the par threes are modeled after some, uh, you know, British courses over in the UK there, um, you know, just how the bunkers are shaped. It's just, it's just, got. it's it's like I said, this is Frankenstein's monster. It's just, they basically took a lot of different things and tried to make this all-star golf course. And it's just the only identity you have is just, it's really hard.
0: <laughs> okay. Listen, should make this a good watch. now you know, you said in the article that it's not really going to play like, I don't know if you said in the article or in Slack, actually um, that it's not going to play like Bermuda. So, on the greens
1: anyway. On the greens. Yeah. So, well, this also depends on how they want to set it up. So one way, if they, if they want to slow it on the greens, they don't double cut and roll it. So what double cut and rolling does, and it basically takes all the grain out of the green. So the whole reason why we use like, you know, w- when you go to the fantasy national, look at the strokes game, Bermuda stats, guys who are good at putting on Bermudas are good because they know how to putt. with grain. So if you take like, A flat surface, but the grain is going different directions. It's going to putt differently, but here, if you take all the grain out, then it's going to roll more like a grass or a poet, It's just going to roll based on how the contours of the green are and you know how it slopes. So I think a lot of the advantages if they cut it this way are going to be taken away from guys who just would be good at Bermuda greens because like a lot of those are like places like. Wily, Kapalua, Sedgefield those are relatively flat greens but they're they're straight Bermuda you know you got to worry about grain everything but you go to places like you know Bay Hill like that's a Bermuda green, but it's lightning fast like green you know grain doesn't really matter as much but you know it, it's probably gonna roll more like a Murfield village if they allow it to now if they want to slow it down then they won't double cut and roll it then it's gonna roll more like a traditional Bermuda green that's when you want to try to go for those guys but from where I'm standing right now, I'm actually looking more towards how they put on the lightning fast or fast greens. I think that's a better comparable than just
0: just
1: Bermuda. in Bermuda. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I think, I think there is some merit though, to still looking at how guys do on Bermuda golf courses, because I think there is something to like chipping off tight Bermuda oh, You're doing that a lot, it's a fucking or even nightmare. like there's a difference between like hitting balls out of the rough from bent grass. Cause the ball kind of sits up or even the fairway or Bermuda it just lays straight down. So dude, it's a, it's a, it's a shit show. It is. So, <laughs> so I, I think, I think if you want to look at Bermuda, I think looking at like performance T to green is good because that's how like they, the, you know, they interact with the turf, like when they're hitting like full shots or right. chipping off them. I think that's useful, but I think it really depends on how closely mown they want to cut these greens. And if they cut, if they double cut and roll them, then all the grain's going to be gone. And then it's kind of like just putting on bankrass or Pella. I mean, okay. it, you don't have to worry about grain or anything. And then that, you know, strokes game Bermuda stat is kind of, the window. yeah, it's out yeah. the window.
0: Huh? All right. That is a. I wonder who we can follow to try to find out what those are going to roll like, other than just like, are they going to do any type like they've been doing to do any type of Wednesday charity?
1: Well, that's what I was thinking. Maybe we watch that, but unfortunately, that means you can't really put a bet down until Wednesday. But I mean, like, overall, though, like, if you look at some of the guys who are really good on putting Bermuda, they usually put every surface pretty well, like Webb Simpson. Like, mm. you look at, I mean, he puts well on Poa, puts well on Bermuda, puts well on back grass, So. Always gonna impact him like Jason Day is the same way. So like, I, I think it's only like the guys like when you click that box and they just show really well in Bermuda, but they don't show really well <laughs> right. else. Like I think like a Kevin Kisner, I don't think he's a very good putter. Like, I mean, I I, I could be. Oh, this is, and this, like, is I, and this
0: is this is longish. This is a wicked long course for him too. All
1: right. Well, I'm just I'm a putting sad. All right, I know. So like like like, like, a, like a Bermuda specialist, I think he is. Yeah. But that sounds right you know, Solid I boy. mean, yes, but like that might, like you might click that and be like, oh, well it's Bermuda greens. You should put well here. But if it's not really rolling like that, he doesn't have the advantage. So, or like, actually I, I think it won. So Tony Finau does not put well, very well in Bermuda, but he puts relatively well on bank grass and POA. That could be a guy where if they double cut and roll the greens and they're running pretty fast, that could actually help him a little bit.
0: So nice if his number wasn't so goddamn short this week,
1: <laughs> I know, but I'm just I'm just trying to think of a guy who I know is a bad putter on Bermuda who, if they don't roll like that, that might actually help him. So, huh. so we'll see. Um, you know, I mean, just as far as we have to, like, I'm really gonna focus on scrambling. Like, it just it's gonna be so hard. Like, kind of like with Tory Pines or last week, just guys who can get up and down from anywhere are gonna be pretty good. Um, you know, and then I'm gonna I did a composite like. You know, look back at like guys at places like Murphy Village, PJ National, Riviera, Bay Hill, Torrey Pines, quail. Hell. You know, you can find all their course history at those places. You do like composite average, and then that kind of spits out guys who are generally pretty good at these like big demanding ballparks. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, like, I, I think some people might make a little bit about you know, that the 2015 NCAAs were there. I'm not going to care about that, especially when it comes to Bryson. Bryson is a completely different player. So, and they're not going to,
0: they're not going to set it up like a fucking college tournament either.
1: No, they, they won't. I mean, I'm, I, I don't even think they played the back tees on that. So, um, and then, and then the, I think the only other lean too is it don't try and guess what clubs these guys are going to hit into greens. I mean, I've heard a couple of people try and speculate, Oh, well they think it's going to be like a wedge course because they got to lay up in par fives or there's a short par four. Like they're probably only going to be hitting these clubs, maybe 10 times total into greens all week. Like, and, and we don't truly know how they're going to play this, because there is a lot to think about when you're off the tee, like there are options. You can either lay back, you know, so you just stay safe or you can try and take on the bunkers for a shorter shot, but every guy's different. So, you know, I, I, I would just focus on just your ball striking stats, you know, around the green course history at the correlated places. Don't try and guess the range of where guys are going to try and hit clubs because you just don't know. I mean, I don't even know because it depends on just like the strategy you want to take. If the fairways are running pretty firm, like if you hit it through the shoot, it's going to roll a long ways. Maybe they can get a wedge, but you know, if it lands in a bunker, then you know, you're yeah. pretty far back. So I just,
0: yeah. I know you wanted enough. to use, I know you wanted to use a wedge on this hole, sir, but you're using a five iron. Right. So <laughs> I
1: mean, I, and just, I mean, these greens are so firm and contoured anyways, like you can't go pin hunting. I think proximity stats are only really good when you actually fire at pins. You can't do that here. Okay. So,
0: yeah. It's, fucking, it's good knowledge, man. It's good knowledge. I Man, I wish there was a cut. I hate no fucking cut.
1: Well, I mean, that means you can kind of take some swings of guys, though, like, you know, under $7,000. Like, man,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, for, for DFS, as far as betting goes, they said, like, I think, what? Like, nobody outside of the top 20 has won this thing in the last, like, tw- Yeah, seven years or something. So
1: I have the list. So it's it's this event, you know, which was the WGC Mexico was the Cadillac. It's now the Workday, and then it was the St. Jude's and the Bridgestone. I mean, those two events are basically the same. Like the match play, you get long shot winners because it's match play. Right. and then at the WGC HSBC in China, I mean, that's just a weird part of the year. Like that mostly gets there, but you see more long shots win there just because it's the fall. Not all the good players are going over to China. So, but it's this one, that's where they draw everybody. And there's only been three guys over 30 to one to win either of these two events since 2013, it was Patrick Reed who did it twice. Uh, He was 55 to one last year to win Mexico. And he won 80 to one in 2014. Now, I mean, it's Patrick Reed. He's won 10, what, nine times on tour. He's a major champion. Yeah. Yeah. That's not exactly like an, uh, no, you know, no long shot. And then well, Shane yeah, Lowry, yeah, yeah. yeah. and then Shane Lowry, who back in 2015 he was kind of out of nowhere. He's 110 to one, but then he ended up winning a major championship. So I mean, he's a good player. So I love Shane Lowry, dude. I like yeah, him. but like other than that, no one over 30 to one has won since 2013. It's been your Brooks Kepkas, Justin Thomas, you know, Phil Mickelson was 20 to one when he won in 18. You know, DJ's won this a bunch of times. Rory won it a couple of times. And then tiger obviously is the KWC just owns this thing. So, yeah. I mean, if you're going to go looking for a long shot, probably look for someone who is at least has a decorated history, I guess. Like, like, I, I don't think like this is going to be, don't think, place you, don't think like, an you don't think it an up and you don't think it up and come. can take it not like, like, like I mean Reed Reed won it twice if he was 80 to 1 he wasn't Well he Reed wasn't was yet. Reed was already I think a two-time winner when he won. Was it?
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. So um, and then I mean Lowry won a bunch of times over in Europe yeah. before he won. I mean Hideki won in 2017 but he was 18 to 1. He won he had a big year that year so that wasn't really a surprise. I mean I don't think like like I'll just say the name. I I was looking at Scotty Scheffler this week. He's like 50 to 1. I don't think this is going to be where he wins it the first time. You know? right. I mean, or like, like a walking Neiman either. Like I like Neiman. I do. I think he's going to get a second win here. I don't know. I don't know I mean, although he's 40 to one. I don't know. He's 40 to one, but like, I mean, who else? Like he,
0: what, what about camp? What about, what about Smith? Dude, you want to talk about a guy who did not perform on fucking Sunday. Holy uh-huh. shit. And he still was right there.
1: Why don't we save him for tomorrow? Cause he's an interesting conversation. So, okay, cool. All right, yeah. Fine. Yeah. But, sorry. Talking golf, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't want to spoil the picture. I mean, I'm still trying to formulate an opinion on him, but uh, no, yeah, I mean, so I, I, guess, was, I guess I was looking well, at him today too. Long story short, when with outrights this week, don't go nuts. I mean, it's yeah. probably going to be someone under 30 to one, probably under 25 to one that ends up winning this thing. Yeah.
0: Well, that's not fun. Uh, so side note, did you have? Do you know who? Where did that? Where did that guy's face go? Lucas Herbert is? Yeah, I do. Have you seen a picture of this dude? I mean, I, I know the name. I, I advise you and everyone listening to go to Pjtour.com and go ahead and click field and take a look at Mr Herbert Lucas. This man's ear is one of the craziest things
1: I've ever seen. Okay, <laughs> does that mean you're going to bet on him? Cause he got crazy Maybe. ear. Yeah. Maybe. All right. There you Maybe. go. It <laughs> might help in wind conditions. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's something that my stat model does not account for.
0: Uh, I <laughs> Ooh, that's funny. The, uh, all right. So, all right. So we know the kind of players are going to tag it first time course, like sounds really hard. I hope they keep it hard, man. I hope they don't count out of the players, man. I really hope they don't really, really hope they don't. I know I mean, they're going they. to, <laughs>
1: I mean, the PGL is a never ending threat to them. So they have to couch out to these players in order to make sure they're happy. So yeah. that's why they keep throwing more money at these guys, you know, just so they don't start getting tempted by uh, the Saudis over there to go play their golf courses,
0: but, man. I mean, I'm sure guys could do that for a little bit, but like they're not really going to go over there and do that. You know what I mean? Like, unless they're no,
1: the, P- the PGL is bankrolled by the Saudis. No, I know. But what I'm yeah. saying
0: is, is I don't think guys are really going to would ever make the actual move right? Like
1: money, money ties and they're not happy
0: dude, with these guys, these guys, like the guys who we're talking about, especially an event like this, these guys make so much money, man. Like it doesn't matter. It's not even about the tournament. It's about the sponsorship money and everything else. Like uh, these guys make plenty of money. Anybody in this tournament other than, I don't know. I, I don't know anything about the European guys and how much money they make, but every American that's in this tournament <laughs> makes fucking money.
1: All right. Well, it doesn't help to piss off your players by set up a bad golf course for them. So that's fair. Whatever. Bunch of whiny little babies. Exactly. All right, man. So we got
0: anything else we want to hit on this?
1: No, I think that's it. I think it's time to uh, you know look at the field, digest some stats, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Break it all down. Yep,
0: that's it, man. So we'll be back tomorrow night. Uh, We'll break down the DFS and uh, our betting picks. Uh, So for myself, Boston Capper, and the God of Golf himself, Steve Sherman. Yeah, boys. I guess we'll be doing green screens again this week. Hopefully. Let's go.